So in today's world, uh, we have a, a very interesting, interesting isn't really the word I'm looking for, but you'll see what I mean in a second, a very interesting scenario or situation where obviously all day, every day, we're making decisions. We're, all, we're always making decisions, where we'll go on holidays, what we'll do, who we'll marry, what college course we'll do, um, how we'll spend Saturday night. Uh, all these things, we're, con we're constantly making decisions, right? And back in the day, years ago, a factor or, or, or uh, an element of discernment was definitely what does, what does God want, as in what's, what's right, what, what does the church teach. I remember <clears throat> Terry Wogan was being interviewed by uh, Gay Byrne on the show The Meaning of Life, uh, and he was, uh, he was, Gay was asking him about, about his school years. He went to a Jesuit college, and uh, I can't remember where, but it's unimportant. Uh, so he went to a Jesuit college, boarding school, and uh, so he asked him, so what, what, was it, what was it like? What was, the, what was school like for you? And he said, good, good, good. Uh, yeah, ups and downs and so on. But he said there was one thing that was sure and certain. <clears throat> the, it was instilled into us, the absolute fear of God, of, of anything re remotely resembling sleeping around. It just wasn't an option. I mean, you would, just, you would never have considered sleeping around because... It, it, was, it, 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 it was so clearly wrong. You know what I mean? And so that, that's not that long ago. It's not that long ago, you know, where for, for in, even in Irish culture, like, that kind of thing just wasn't accepted. Now, obviously, we're not saying that if someone did, they should be outcast and they should be... That's, that's not what we're saying at all. Uh, but at least if, you know, if the situation were to present itself, everyone's conscience was well aware we're not supposed to do this. You know, uh, and this this has changed now. So now we live in a world where, when it comes to making decisions, when it comes to deciding what's right and wrong, when it comes to deciding what I should do this evening, uh, we have a, a very very different principle, and and that's just it's often misunderstood. But it's it's quoted this way: just follow your heart. Follow your heart. This this struck me because today's reading. Whenever I hear this "follow your heart" business, I think it's absolute rubbish. And then I was just reading this morning's reading, and it says, uh, Rejoice in your youth, you who are young. Let your heart give joy in your young days. Follow the promptings of your heart and the desires of your eyes. And I said, What? <laughs> this is in the Bible. Follow the promptings of your heart and the desires of your eyes. Do not. <laughs> I disagree. But then the next line, the next line, the next line is very, very important. So follow the promptings of your heart and the desires of your, your, your eyes. Next line. But this you must know, for all these things, God will bring you to judgment. <laughs> all right, so it balances it immediately, okay? So I just, I just have a quick look, because I know this is such a popular thing to say, because if you say to anyone, follow your heart, it means it basically do whatever you want. Do whatever you feel, man. You know, just whatever, whatever, whatever you think will make you happy. But whatever you think will make you happy is very often whatever will make you happy in the short term. Like, drinking to excess makes me happy for a while. Speeding in front of a school might make me happy. It's thrilling, but not a good idea. Oh, then like more serious things when a little later in life where you're married and you have kids and there's, there's some attractive girl who just graduated from college and yada, 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 thinks you're great and, and uh, yeah, you just feel a movement of your heart and go, well, what if, what if? Follow the desires of your heart. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. 
No, no, we're called to, to so much more than that. <clears throat> uh, Robin Williams, the comedian, God rest him, he said, there are no rules, just follow your heart. There are no rules, just follow your heart. Uh, Paula Abdul, she's one of those, one of the judges, she was a singer years ago and she's now a judge on, is it America's Got Talent? Or one of those, one of those talent shows. And she's quoted as, as having said, uh, break the rules, stand apart, ignore your head, follow your heart. Ignore your head, follow your heart. And I, I just read these things, and I thought, but like, have you any idea how insane that is? Because you, you, you get pulled every direction then by the next d- desire, by the next uh, pursuit of pleasure. And you're, you're, like, you're completely unstable. And this is the opposite like, to, to virtue. Virtue is a, <clears throat> a steadfast resolution in doing the good. So a firm resolution in doing the good. You, you see that there's a good to be attained, and so you continuously, repeatedly, over and over again, do whatever needs to be done to attain that good. So being patient, being loving, being charitable, forgiving, being merciful. If you're merciful once in your life, that doesn't mean you have the virtue of mercy. You have to be consistently merciful. If you're pure once in your life, <laughs> can't say you have the, the virtue of purity. It has to be consistent. Okay. But this, this kind of thing, because there's no rules, because you're just following your heart, whatever direction it goes, there's no consistency, which means there'll be no virtue. So you will be unpredictable and <clears throat> you will never be capable of authentic love because authentic love gives itself doesn't pursue its own happiness doesn't pursue its own satisfaction see the, the, that that mentality sorry but it's it's just, it's, it's entirely selfish it's it, it, there's way more to life than just pursuing uh the desires of your heart. There's more to it than that. Because see, so we, have, so we have to clarify this. What, what does it mean? What does it mean to follow the desires of our heart? Well, as Catholics, you see, we don't just follow the desires of our heart. A desire may come, and those desires are often good. I would say, hopefully, the majority of the time they're good. But the way we discern if they're good is very simply. Well, I, we can give a few principles, and you can take whichever ones you like. Uh, but I think first of all we have to ask ourselves like does God want this? Does God want this? So the, the, not so much do I want it, but does God want it? And at times God doesn't mind either way. You might have two options and for God both are good. So work away. Choose one. Like if if you know if uh, you're having breakfast, tea or coffee, what does God want? I don't think he really cares. He doesn't care. So take whatever you want. Or if you've got like two college places and you know you're praying about them and both seem good, both seem to be you know, you'll be living with friends, people you know, it all just seems to, to work. God, what do you want? Maybe he doesn't mind either way. Well then, okay, choose one out of love. Choose one out of love for him and do it. And if he doesn't want you to do it, he'll block it. Something will happen where you can't go. Okay, do the other one. So it's, it, it, it's great to ask ourselves, like, does God want this? So let's say you're in a situation where, where you're married and some attractive lady comes your way. Does God want me to pursue this, sue this lady? No, is the answer to that one. Well, then that's that, that's that discerned. That's that done. You know, that's the, follow the desires of your heart. In this case, no. In this case, no. Uh, I see four homeless people on the street in Cork City, and I feel driven to open a soup kitchen, get in contact with the council, renovate some old building, and turn it into a, a shelter. Follow the desires of your heart. In this case, sounds pretty good. As long as you're doing it out of love for him and not for notoriety and not to end up in a newspaper, not to be famous or whatever, as long as you're doing it for love of the people and for love of God, work away. 
So asking God what does he want. I mean, it might sound so simple, but I think very, very often it, it immediately clarifies, is this good or not? Is this from him or not? Because if I just ask myself, do I want this? Well, then you see, you, you, there's so much going on in your head at any one time where we have our own kind of sinful desires, we have our own virtuous desires, we have our own experiences then which can make us fearful to do what needs to be done or to do the right thing. We have what other people have said about us or to us and there's, there's just a lot going on. Whereas when all that's just kind of calmed down, and Lord, what do you want here? What do you want here? Show me. Now, he doesn't answer immediately. Sometimes he does, but very often he doesn't. Very often he doesn't. In those situations, then, keep praying, keep asking, and keep listening. Keep listening. Keep listening to what he's saying. And he can speak through people. He can speak through scripture. He can speak through just a, 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 an inspiration where he might just speak to you directly. But he will answer in time. In time. He will. He has to, because how are we supposed to know what to do otherwise? So, I think that's that's the, the for me one of the just one of the best guiding principles. You know, what does God want? You can also add then, if you wish, is this good for other people? And then, lastly, is this good for me? But I think asking God what He wants is primarily the most uh, purifying has the most purifying effect on our, on, our, on our thoughts and desires. So we ask the Lord today to help us, yes, to follow the promptings of our hearts, but the promptings that he has placed there, the promptings that he has put there, the desires that he has put there, so that we might discover true happiness, true freedom, and true peace. Amen. <laughs>